Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 116. My guest this week is Paige Wolf from Gee, Alberta. Paige is the marketing and sales manager for Honey Bunny Inc., the producer of Peace River Honey, Bodacious Tomato Ketchup, and Amazing Dad's Barbecue Sauce. They also process and package Wolf Spanish Bee Pollen. Paige joined me via Zoom recently to talk about the company, and I can vouch for the quality and great taste of their products. The liquid honey on a slice of French bread is a little piece of heaven. Do you have a barbecue or cooking product you'd like me to review and talk about on the show? I'm looking for folks with rubs, sauces, gadgets, and more that would like to be part of a new product review feature on the podcast. Please get in contact with me if you're interested via social media or by email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation. Whether it's funding anti-racism programs, addiction recovery, or food hampers for the hungry, for 65 years the Calgary Foundation has proudly supported the charitable community to address some of Calgary's biggest challenges. Now, during this period of unprecedented urgent needs, Calgary Foundation renewed its commitment to building a healthy, vibrant, giving, caring, and resilient community. If you're a registered charity looking for a grant, a professional advisor creating a giving plan for your client, or a donor wanting to give back to the community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about their work through Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. A little something new for you this week here before we get into my conversation with Paige. It's the Alberta Barbecue Trail Restaurant Shoutout. My guest this week comes from Northern Alberta, so I'm going to mention Red Rock Urban Barbecue in Grand Prairie. Check them out at www.redrockurbanbbq.com and give them a visit at 10408 67th Ave if you're in Grand Prairie and hungry for some great Q. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast and uh, back on Zoom this evening uh, from Guy, Alberta, Paige Wolf, uh, Honey Bunny Inc. Paige, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks, Ryan. Thank you for uh, joining me. I guess I should have clarified. Is it Honey Bunny? Is it Peace River Honey? What's the uh, Our company the is Honey name? Bunny Incorporated, and then our brand yep. underneath that is Peace River Honey. As well as a few others there. So uh, a little bit of background about yourself before we get into the uh, the company. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my family and I own and operate Honey Bunny. I'm the oldest of three kids. Um, my dad, Gilbert, actually started beekeeping when he was 14, and that's kind of how we got started. Um, once he met my mom, together they founded Honey Bunny in 2006, and then slowly, one by one, the three of us kids came back and helped out. Awesome. And you were in uh, Guy, Alberta, we said. That's kind of up uh, north in the Peace River region. Tell folks yeah, that aren't familiar with the Alberta hours, about that. Four hours north of Edmonton. Uh, yep. a really small hamlet, actually. It's one street. The population is 40 people. Well, there's a lot more bees than people there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, it's actually close to the honey capital of Canada, which makes it a great place to, to raise bees and, and do what we do there. So we've got our processing facility there. We're all vertically integrated right in the hamlet of Guy. Um, and it works well. And what is the honey capital of Canada? Uh, it's Belair, Alberta. 
So it's okay. 20 minutes north of Guy. And what makes that the honey capital just... Uh, because of the long, hot days in the summer and the abundance of clover for the bees to forage on, we produce okay. white honey and high volumes of it during the summer. Okay, um, interesting. We end up with the honey capital of Canada. And there's a lot wow. of beekeepers here. It's how my dad ended up beekeeping as a summer job when he was 14. Right. So let's maybe get into that. Uh, Gilbert, you said, your dad, uh, his, kind of his story and how he got into the, the bees. Yeah, so my dad's from another small village called Drewville, about 10 minutes west of Folair. Um, So he grew up there. His dad was a grain farmer, and his first summer job when he was 14 was was beekeeping with a neighborhood uh, beekeeper. And two years after that, when he turned 16, he convinced my grandpa to buy him 50 beehives of his own. And from there, it was kind of history. He went on to expand. A few years later, uh, bought out a beekeeper in Guy, where we're located now, and we've made that home ever since awesome and uh i guess talk about the company and how it's kind of grown uh you're now the largest organic uh, honey producer in canada correct yeah yeah exactly um so my dad started out as a a regular bulk producer and then in 1996 said he kind of wanted to add value in another way to his honey and he looked to beekeeping around the world so all these other countries were producing certified organic honey and he said how come we can't do that in canada um, so he's one of the, the leading organic beekeepers in 1996, and we've been certified since then. So it's been 24 years. Um, and then from there in, in 2006, we said, again, yep. what more can we do? And decided to branch out into the world of retail. And that's when we started our, our Honey Bunny company and got into retail honey line. And then two years after that, we started our, our condiment business using honey as a right. sweetener instead of sugar. Right. Well, well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, so you said a bulk producer and that's maybe just my own ignorance. Explain the difference, uh, between that and the retail side. Yeah. So typically a a bulk producer is a beekeeper. Like you see in in our white suits, we go out to the field, Mm -hmm. tend to the bees, extract the honey and then put it into drums. And then from there it's sold to packers, um, across the country or even internationally. Um, so we're, we're vertically integrated. So we kind of do both. So we take the okay. raw drums and then process them further. Okay. So you're, and then it would get packaged under other people's names. Typically. Yeah. So for okay. us, um, we package under our own brand and it helps to right. connect the consumers to the source. So they know where their honey's coming from. And when they see my mom and dad's face on the back of the jar, they know right. their honey and where it came from. Right. And you talked about uh, the clover and alfalfa. What what does that mean for the bees and for the honey? What's the what's the value in that? Yeah, yeah. So the bees love uh, outside clover, red clover, and alfalfa. It produces a very white honey, uh, known for its mild taste. Um, and there's abundance of that up here in, in northern Alberta. Okay, it smells and beautiful that, when it's blooming. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and talk about. Just what sort of, how many bees have you got, I guess? What's the the scope of your operation there? Uh, Well, we can always be running more. Uh, This year we're running 5,000 hives. Um, We'd like to bump those numbers up further, but now that's what it is. And typically in a hive, how many bees are you going to? It kind of depends on what time we're at in the year. So earlier in the season, there'll be uh, less bees. And then at their peak, there's tens, if not hundreds of thousands um, and then towards the end of the, towards the winter, the drones die off and the colony gets ready for winter and kind okay. of in a cycle. Okay. So yeah, you're talking to not a bee guys. 
I'm not sure how that all works. So you've got the certain part of the colony that winters, overwinters, I guess. Yeah. So the queen's always in there and her worker bees, right. and then the drones kind of dwindle down. Um, okay. When the bees are at different stages in their lives, there's nurse sure. bees, forager bees. Um, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. No kidding. So what kind of a lifespan would a queen have? Uh, queen typically we replace our queens every year to two years. Okay. Um, in the wild, they can live longer. Um, but the, the stronger and younger the queen, the better the hive. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then you talked about uh, the condiment side, uh, some barbecue sauce, some ketchup. Yeah. So uh, our family's always loved barbecuing. Um, we went right. to Hawaii actually on a family vacation and my dad bought this shirt and it said, dad's grill and chill. We said, hey, that's perfect. Everybody's yep. dad loves to grill and chill. Um, yep. We kind of took that and ran with it. And we said, amazing dad's barbecue sauce. Everybody's yep. dad is the best on the grill. Um, and so our condiments, like our honey, they're certified organic, uh, sweetened with honey instead of sugar. Right. The barbecue sauce is kind of known for its smoky flavor. It's perfect mm-hmm. on the smoker, on ribs, yep. and like veggie burgers. It's really good. Yep. Um, and then we also have a bodacious tomato ketchup. Um, so it's kind of known for its real tomato taste. It's great on, right. on a grilled cheese sandwich is our favorite. It's even yeah, good um, okay. instead of like pasta sauce or pizza sauce. We use right. that too and it's it's delicious. They're both packaged in an innovative pouch packaging. Um, yes. So yep. we kind of did that to stand out on the shelf because the sauce category is very saturated. It is, absolutely. Um, yep. It also helped us to cut down on our, our transportation um, weight and kind of become more environmentally efficient that way because it's a lighter load right. to transport so yeah yeah looking at the, the literature you sent and your website that seems to be kind of a big thing for you uh for your operation right the environmental side of it and yeah it's important to us yeah absolutely i i gave the barbecue sauce a try it's uh it is a l- nice smokiness of it you can taste the sweetness from the honey there so that was awesome thanks i'm glad to hear and that. uh and the, the honey really been enjoying that uh, a ton so that's great uh, great stuff thank you Awesome. I'm going to take just a real quick pause for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor. And then uh, another product I want to talk to Paige about is the uh, the bee pollen. We'll get into that after the break here. Fantastic. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kozowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. All right, we are back. Uh, Paige Wolf from Honey Bunny Inc., uh, Peace River Honey, Amazing Dad's Barbecue Sauce, Bodacious Tomato Ketchup, and also uh, Bee Pollen Granules, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so so get, our, into, get into that a little bit, yeah. Our Wolf Spanish Bee Pollen is our newest product to launch. We just launched it at the beginning of this year. Um, we chose Spain as the raw supplier rather than um, an Alberta Bee Pollen because Spain is renowned as having some of the purest pollen in the world, again, because of their long, hot days and the abundance of uh, wildflowers they have there. Uh, it's also a lot better for Canadian bees. We previously trapped our own bee pollen, and it kind of takes away their, their protein source that the baby bees need that they rely on. Um, 
Whereas in Spain, they produce about five times as much. So they're able to only take the excess and leave what the bees need for them. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad, my brother, and I actually traveled to Spain in December before mm -hmm. COVID hit. And yeah, it was really interesting good. to see how they do it and get to get to watch everything. Um, awesome. The color, too, of the bee pollen is uh, more vibrant and more multicolor than what we'd find um, here in Canada. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a great source of protein. It contains nearly every vitamin and mineral necessary to sustain life. They say mm -hmm. if you were trapped on a mountain and all you had is bee pollen, you'd be able to survive. <laughs> I've never tested the theory, but... <laughs> I hope you hope you don't have to, right? <laughs> exactly. So if you ever go uh, hiking, bring a jar of bee pollen. Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and, uh, uh, in terms of taste, uh, you can eat a spoonful on its own. It tastes almost like a flower, kind of bitter, mm -hmm. kind of sweet. And then when you put it in different dishes, you can't taste it at all. All right, so what... Uh, one quick question, something you mentioned there about Spain with the, the five times the amount of pollen. Is that just due to their growing season difference there or what's the reasoning there? Yeah, so the days are a lot uh, longer and hotter and the season is right, a lot longer. Sure. So here we run into yeah. winter fairly soon. Um, mm -hmm. They don't really get winter, so they're yep. able to, to have a much longer season than we are. Yeah, probably almost year round, I would think. Eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, some... Uh, Kind of some recommended uses for the bee pollen granules. What would you... Yeah. Uh, so I like a spoonful on its own. You can also put it in salads for a nice crunch and smoothies on ice cream even with baked goods. Uh, Sky's Lemon, I've seen it on pizza. Maddie and Kiki had it on a peach pizza a couple weeks okay. ago. That looked really good. Got to Okay. Some of, your, some of your bee pollen there? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I had them on the show uh, a month or two back. So I saw that. They're very yep. cool. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Quite the, quite the pair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and Paige, where can folks, uh, I guess, find the products and where can folks find you guys online and uh, elsewhere? Yeah, for sure. Um, so our products you can find in Western Canada at Savon Foods has the honeys, Federated Co-op for the condiments, um, we just got a listing with Walmart and HomeSense nationally with the honey. Awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. In Canada, you can find us at Costco, um, Goodness Me, tons of independents like Freezen Bros. Um, you can also find us online on Amazon, on our own website, peaceriverhoney.co. Um, and then online, you can find us on social media pretty much everywhere. So Facebook, right. Instagram, on TikTok now even. Uh-oh, TikTok. <laughs> Twitter, all that good stuff. <laughs> Well, I'll put uh, I'll put all the links in the show notes, and you know what I was uh, last night just in the evening wanted just a little something sweet, and I just got a piece of bread and uh, put a pretty healthy portion of that uh, of the liquid honey on there, and it uh, just kind of reminds you why you like honey, uh, it just the, the flavor and the sweetness. It was outstanding. So when we were just a real nice little. Uh, um, fresh bread from the oven. We yeah, could probably yeah. go through a whole loaf of bread with honey. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah. This this wasn't fresh bread, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, with, with the honey, it was really a really a great product. Um, thank you for sending the samples my way. It was uh, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you're doing some great stuff up there. So thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. Uh, Paige, the last uh, question I like to ask everybody it's uh, it's dinner time. What's uh, what's the go to for you? 
Actually, last night we had um, smoked pork ribs on our mm-hmm. Traeger with our yep. amazing dad's barbecue sauce. And that's probably our family's favorite. My yeah. mom boils them first and then my dad finishes them off on the smoker. And he takes credit for the whole thing. But I really yep. think the boiling first. Is the I, I, I can't endorse boiling ribs. But uh, <laughs> but it was so good. I, I've done it, but I don't anymore. So. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Got to just try to. Our family favorite. Yeah, got to try to just do them on the Traeger the whole way. Yeah, we'll have to try that next for sure. <laughs> yeah, look up the uh, look up the three two one method. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. It's foolproof. Oh, perfect! My dad's birthday's coming up, so I have to tell him to do that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, for dinner last night, uh, also used some of the honey to glaze some carrots. Uh, roasted them in the oven and a uh, bit of a honey glaze on there. So tasty. Carrots tasty from the stuff. Those are the best. No, unfortunately, my my garden carrots aren't quite ready yet. So. Somebody else's garden. <laughs> Somebody else's garden, exactly. Yeah. Well, Paige, I uh, appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much. Uh, um, folks, check out uh, Peace River Honey. Really a quality, quality product and uh, some good people up in northern Alberta uh, making good stuff and uh, taking care of the bees as well. So it's awesome stuff. Paige, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Big thanks to Paige and the Honey Bunny team for taking time to join me on the show this week and for the little care package they sent my way. Both are greatly appreciated, and do yourselves a favor and try some of that honey, everybody. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and this week's member shout-out goes to my friends over at the Mess Hall Podcast. Avery and Lena keep bringing their listeners some great food review shows and have recently been scouring the province's farmers' markets in search of goodies to talk about. Please visit albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to the Mess Hall podcast and all the other great shows on the network. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Hey friends, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>